can guarantee that every Latin American main dish includes even a tiny bit of salt and lime. Hi, I'm Romina. I've created a podcast called Limonizar, where you can learn the culture, foods, and even the recipes of many different places in Latin America, in the comfort of your own home. Just sit back and enjoy. week's episode, we will look at the gastronomy and history of Colombia, the strong blend of European and Afro-Caribbean influence in their foods is something worth trying and exploring. As always, I hope you learn something new and feel inclined to visit these places, make these recipes, and explore more about these topics on your own. It's worth mentioning that this is only a very short coverage about Latin cultures and I would recommend exploring more and for this to only be an introduction of these cultures which are worth looking and visiting. I also wanted to mention some audio problems. I'm in Houston right now and because we wanted to look at some colleges for my brother um, so my audio might be a little bit weird today but without further ado let's start. to Colombia. Colombia is a country located in northwestern South America. The capital of Colombia is Bogotá, and a lot of the country lives in the Andes Mountains. The language of Colombia is Spanish, due to the Spanish colonization that I will talk about later in this episode. And the Spanish colonization also brought with them the Roman Catholic religion, which is very persistent until this day. Now that I think about it, I think that Colombia is one of the most Roman Catholic countries in Latin America. Colombia is named after Cristobal Colón, or Christopher Columbus. In the cooler mountains of Colombia, modern cities are beside traditional rural landscapes where mestizo farmers cultivate their small pots, plots of coffee, corn, maize, and other crops. talk a little bit more about these mestizo farmers. The first mestizo farmers in Colombia were the chipchas or the muiscas. They were called in both names. And these were an ancient civilization located in the area that is now Bogota. The chipcha were characterized by intensive agriculture, fairly dense populations living in villages, organized religion, class divisions, and the inheritance of political and religious offices. What this means is that the parent of a kid or something would have been the king, and then that kid, that is the son, would have been the next king. Like the other American tribes, the muisca food was based on corn, and from it they made arepas and chicha, which is very similar to the Mayans and Incas that we talked about in earlier episodes. In the same way, they harvested po tomatoes, potatoes, yuca, squash, guava, and chili that was used as a condiment. 
They also consumed abundant amounts of vegetable proteins, such as peanuts, beans, or coca, and animal protein, such as curry, rabbit, fish, ants, caterpillars, birds, and bush animals. The Chipchas used to eat this food called arepas, and the arepas in South America originated around this place and time. I know, I know, the Venezuelans listening at this time will probably be commenting in this podcast a lot. Because the arepas don't actually have a recorded origin, just around this place and time and can be traced back to Venezuela and Colombia, which are both geographically bordered in South America. But let's talk a little bit more about the arepas. Arepas are round corn patties that are grilled and eaten almost daily in Colombia and Venezuela, in the same way that people in the U.S. eat bread with a meal. These arepas are often served with cheese, butter, or even avocado. If you would want to try these easy but exquisite arepas, you can see my favorite recipe in the Google Drive in the description of my podcast page. the Spanish and Portuguese conquests were beginning to emerge. The European exploration of the Colombian coastline was accomplished by Rodrigo de Bastillas, who in the 1500s sailed the Caribbean coast from Cape of La Vela to Point Manzanilla in Panama, and by Francisco Pizarro, who sailed the Pacific coast in 1525. In 1533, Pedro de Heredia founded Cartagena, which became one of the major naval and merchant marine bases of the Spanish Empire. Bogotá was founded by Gonzalo Jiménez. And a lot of South America is tied together. So when the Spanish conquistadors came to South America, they also went to a lot of the countries at the same time. This is why in, in the episode that I made of Brazil, in the episode of Peru, we can also see a lot of Spanish conquests in the 1500s because they all went to the surrounding areas. And the Spanish also brought in um, a lot of architecture, religion, and language. And they also brought African slaves into Colombia to work the land because Colombia has very arable land. And this impacted a lot of the food and culture of Colombia, till this day. Around this time, we get introduced to the bandeja paisa. The bandeja paisa is known as a workman's platter because of the amount of food presented with each serving. It is one of the most well-known and most widely eating dishes of Colombia. In fact, it's the national dish of Colombia. It includes white rice, red beans, ground beef, fried platano, chorizo, avocado, corn, pork rinds, an arepa, and a fried egg. This dish originated from Medellin with African, Spanish, and traditional Colombian ingredients. If you would want to try this dish, I have it linked in the same Google Drive in my podcast description. 
It's like I always say, nothing brings people closer together than food. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and learned something new in this episode and feel inclined to make these recipes and explore new cultures. Tune in our next episode. We will check out Chile and their amazing gastronomy. Bye!